Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super, super welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, great time yesterday. Uh, Mr. Benny may be in and out, so if I'm talking to him and he don't talk <laughs> back, that's because he's like in the other room saying, like, where are the people? Yeah, <laughs> doing my thing as the producer does. It's like, where do people go? Right. Uh, great time yesterday. It was great to see Megan, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a pleasure having both of you in the studio, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old school. Okay, I got a major question for you. Oh, okay. Major. Oh, like, okay. seriously deep. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Did you eat that bread I gave you? I did. I had a slice of it this morning, oh, as a matter of fact. It was good. Oh, Thank boy. you. Isn't it good? I mean, I know they do a lot of breads down there at the bakery, but... It's something about the way they do a couple of, of their breads that just off the charts, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and I didn't, Megan, who I gave a loaf to, mm-hmm. um, it, I didn't realize she was gluten-free. But I couldn't even get the gluten-free ones because they don't say gluten-free. They say gluten-friendly. And I think what that means is that everything about them is gluten-free except that they bake them in a place that has, like, glutinous products right um but if you check out their gluten-free stuff that's like off the charts right um but just so you all know megan uh came here megan edge uh arrived here from uh bc from canada yes. i gotta say to canada the canada's the north not the south the north not the other one mm-hmm. But um, this is what we're finding, Benny. Um, a number of our hosts and co-hosts want to come to Seattle. They want to come. They want to come in the studio. And there really is something about this place. But the other thing everybody should know is Megan came in the middle of like a snow day. Yeah. <laughs> so her event last night at East West was canceled. But it was rescheduled for today at 2 o'clock at East West Bookshop. And so if you can get over there today at 2, please go over, say hi, and be part of what she sh- she's going to be sharing, the heart's journey. But also, she's got these oracle cards. She's going to do some healing. It's really amazing to really be in her presence up close. Right, Benny, wouldn't you say? Oh, 100%, yeah. And a lot taller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot Am I going to talk about this for like a year now? Um, <laughs> a lot taller than I thought she was. So everybody go over East West Books uh, today at two o'clock. For those of you out there still going to be doing what she was going to do last night. And I hope you enjoy it. Um, as usual, I do not think we got nor will we be getting the predicted snow. Predicted, I think we got yeah. a we got a little dusting. 
a little bit. It, it, it'll be on and off throughout the week. So depends on, on where you live. Week. It depends on where you live. But mm. more importantly, it depends on where you ski right. and where you snowshoe. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, we got a great show. So uh, here's the way I want to start this, you know, and in introducing Julia. Um, one of the things I love is what's happening in television these days. Now, why do I say I love that? Um, there are some things being portrayed in television. And I mean, I even think Downton Abbey has some of this going on. But there's this stuff that's hitting the pop culture. And I don't even know what to call like the Netflix culture. Sure, we should probably call it the Netflix culture or the Amazon culture, wh- whatever you call that. Um, but there's something that's happening which cuts at the very core of different aspects in our society that have to do with broken promises. Of course, I studied that for 10 years. It almost broke in, that almost broke me. But it also has to do with a famous song in the United States, a country western song, Benny, by an American Idol winner about cheating. Uh oh. Now, I want to say this. Unless you've experienced this, you're not going to get the nuances. We're really familiar with some of the obvious. But unless you've been on the side of what we're about to talk about with Julia Keats, the author of The Man Script, empowering you to survive and thrive after infidelity, unless you've gone through it or unless you've listened to Jennifer Marcinelli's show, where she talked about exactly this in her own life and what happened there, you're going to be pretty surprised, and I will say empowered by the time this show is over. Now, when you think about this, you have to ask yourself, and you know, all of you know I've been doing this for a long time, 15 years, positive talk radio, but that doesn't mean we don't take on the hard issues. So the question really is, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you know that something just don't smell right in your relationship? Today, I'm thrilled to introduce all of you to somebody that not only has taken this on, but has provided insight for generations to come. If you think about who Julia is and you think about the fact that, yeah, registered nurse, nurse, member of the British Associate Counseling and Psychotherapy. If you look at her credentials and you look at everything she's put together, also we're going to talk about um, how she has come to do this. You ask yourself the question, has it been the day and age we live in that has brought this forward? Or has it been the people that bring in forward to really look into the future of the day and age we live in? Julia, it's great to be here. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, hi, Dr. Pat. Thanks so much for having me. It's awesome to have you here. This is uh, so yeah, this is my little chicken and egg question. Um, yeah. Are we writing books that are addressing the times that we're in, or are the books being written and writing themselves to address the pattern 
of what we see in today's world and in the future? And that's a question for you writing this book, The Manscript. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> um, I think, to be honest, it's something that has become more apparent than maybe it's always been around. I mean, let's say for infidelity has always been around. But it seems, like you say, to be more prevalent than ever. And I ask the question, too, why, why is that? Why could that be the case? And I think it's also that the accessibility of the mobile phone for a start, which mm -hmm. I have to say, you know, a lot of people get caught out on, as did my husband. Um, and the fact that social media and all that goes with it. And I think, you know what else, Dr. Pat, I think there's, a difference in the trend of yeah. the sort of acceptance that, you know what, whether you're attached or not, you're fair game. Yeah. I think one of the things you're talking about here, and I want to kind of jump right to that right now, is that there's been a trend that we can pinpoint. I want to throw this out there and then we'll go to a break and we'll come back. But I want to throw this out there. Here's the trend that I've noticed in my profession and your profession as well. Yeah. It, it started a couple of years ago. See if it check, check me on this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. mean to laugh, but it is a little comical. It started. I think I want to pinpoint the year. The year has to be around 2000. I want to say 11 and 12. And mm -hmm. what happened in 2011 and 12, people like Melanie Tanya Evans, who now is known for being broad, bold, and courageous on narcissistic personality disorder mm -hmm. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I don't, it's hard for me to even say that word. But she yeah. came out and she said, holy, you know what, you people in psychology, why aren't you talking about this? Why do you actually want to make this normal? And she started a wave. And then what happened was other people said, I recognize what this is. And this is what your book is doing. Your book mm -hmm. is saying, let me show you some things. Let's talk about some behaviors. Let's talk about some nuances in relationships. Let's talk about what happens when you get a sense that something just is not right. Yeah. What and, and 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 what we're seeing and and let's talk about this. What we're seeing is it's showing up everywhere. I mean, here in the states, it shows up in television series like The Good Doctor. All of a sudden, yeah. a top a top doctor is like all of a sudden having something go on, then having an affair with married men. Tell me about this. What yeah. was it that grabbed onto you to say, I have got to talk about this in a way people can understand it yeah sure well partly through the work that i do you know as, as a counselor and my co-author jackie um is, is also a nurse i mean we've known each other since the age of 16 yeah. both of us had you know um both personal experience but also professional experience helping those who are going through real traumatic relationship breakups and I would sit and listen to the women and the men who sat in front of me. And I thought, my gosh, there's a script going on here. There's mm. no commonalities between what they were saying and what they were feeling and the fallout. And so together back in 2016, we decided that, you know what? 
we need to let everybody know about this because people are being traumatized and pulled apart, you know, not just physically, but mentally as well, primarily mentally, by the fact that, you know, they're being told that when they have that gut feeling, which we always say, never ignore your gut feeling, but you're told, you know, it's all in your head. What are you talking about? You're mad. You know, all these negative things that are said to a person who's getting that vibe that something is not right. You know, the little signs of keeping the mobile phone really yeah. close or turning it over or late night calls or messages that are, you know, suddenly deleted or, you know, all the common things like staying out late or excuses for this, that and the other. And if you mention them, then you get this real defense mechanism that basically is an attack, of course, you know, and and then it starts to make you feel you're actually going mad. Am I imagining this? And that's so detrimental to the own belief and trust that you have in yourself. So that's why, you know, Dr. Pat, we felt that we really had to get out there a book that said, look, this is what we have found, both personally and professionally, and we want to share that with you. And more than anything, we want to help you realize that actually you're not going mad. It's not all in your head. You are not to blame. This was a choice. And that we will help you get through it, come out the other side, and be stronger in your own identity, maybe more than ever you have before. So that was really the motivation that we wanted to get over in the book. Yeah, I got to tell you what I love. And I know I know that I, I've been calling you Julia, but you go by Jules, right? Jules and Jackie, uh, right? Yeah, that's it. Did I yeah. get that right? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, when I heard about this book, and I don't know if it was from Gail or when I heard about it, I just, I had a moment where I thought, is this going to be different? And then I read about you and I read about the work that you, and Benny, let's go ahead and skip this break. I read about what you're doing and I read about how you're approaching this. And I had a moment where my eyes got filled up. They got filled oh. up. And I and the right. reason I say this is because the way you women have laid this out is both revealing and empowering. And that is rare. Sometimes we get books that are revealing, right? For example, mm -hmm. I wrote a dissertation on the consequences of broken promises. I have 1200 pages of interview notes on what you have here. But I couldn't capture the solution. I couldn't capture, look out to, for this. And by the way, this research goes back to, my research goes back to 2001. But what right. you've done is you've taken something that is so age old, right? Mm -hmm. Some beha behavior that's so age old, and you brought it into contemporary terms. Can I ask you why and what and how did this become important for you to go yeah. right to the pop culture with it? Okay. Well, I think the, the most important thing and the reason why we did this mm -hmm. is because of the fallout. Mm. It's because of the fallout of a situation like this when you find that you're the one who's being cheated on. 
And when you've been in a relationship and you have that connection and you have that attachment, you feel you are part of something. And depending on, you know, the sort of like the key things of the relationships that we have, you know, yes, we can say we love that person. But, you know, other things come into it as well, sort of, you know, need, want, desire, all of those things. And then someone breaks it. The person that you love snaps it. And all of a sudden, you are cast aside. And that attachment is broken. And it's true that you feel in no man's land. And it's like, where is, where is that person? Where's that part of me? Where has it gone? And not only are you detached from that key person in your life, but you're also being told that you're not the most important person anymore. And that is really hard to deal with. And actually, sort of one of your um, past American uh, political activists, Eleanor Roosevelt, because she said a, a, such a profound thing, and it was so true. She said, no one makes you feel inferior without your consent. And that actually, that just that, that quote there, we've really taken that and put it right throughout the book because mm-hmm. it's true. Because what happens is that person who's betrayed you is trying to make you believe things about yourself that are just not true. And the other thing, Dr. Pat, is you can go into overdrive, you know, questioning yourself. Yeah. You're saying, was it my fault? Could I have changed it? If I'd have done this, if I'd have done that. And yet, as soon as you go into that internal dialogue, you're taking the responsibility for his or her choice. And that's not on because it was a choice. And I think one of the key things throughout the book is that we say you are not to blame for a choice that was made by somebody else. And, you know, when, when we were writing this book, I, you know, I was married. And I was, and my husband knew that we were writing the book, and he was he sort of you know cracked a few jokes about it really you know about men in in general, which you know he thought was was very funny. But you know six weeks into writing this book, I'm seeing the signs that we're writing about right in front of my eyes. Mm. Um, you know, and my stomach is churning, and I know something's not right. And now I'm on the receiving end of, you've got a problem, you're mad, it's all in your mind, you're just imagining it, what you, why you, you know, why this, why that? And it, oh gosh, I, I, I sense you, you've been there, Dr. Pat, so you know what I'm saying, and it is so destructive to who you are. But I go back to that quote, you know, and if you believe it, believe somebody else's stuff that they're telling you, and you don't get strong in what you believe about yourself, or you find yourself, then, you know, you're in no man's land. And if this book achieves anything, it really is to say, come on, you can do this, we will help you, you will come through this, and you will be stronger than ever. And the reason you're going to be stronger than ever is because you're going to be, for the first time in your life maybe, know what is right for you and what is wrong for you when it comes to another person and a relationship because you know we are we are sometimes too accepting of the way other people treat us for whatever reason we might have in our you know in our experiences and our background in our own belief in our own personality sometimes we can just accept too much 
of the things that are not good for us. And I think if ever there was a time to say enough is enough, I know now what I will and won't accept and what is good and not good for me, it comes out of a situation like this. Oh, yeah. The reason I love, first of all, thank you for really taking us on that pathway to understand this. Um, one of the things I was really struck by, well, let's just say another thing I was struck by, for those of you just tuning, tuning in, I'm talking to Julia Keyes here, the author, one of the authors of The Manscript, along with Jackie Coles. But here's the thing that dawned on me. I read the book once, gone through the book once, and then I went back. And I started to really hear what you wrote down on wor in words. And here's what I came to. One, this is a book for men, for women, for heterosexual mm -hmm. gay couples. It's just the same. It's, 100%. it's across the board. It's just like anybody in a relationship. This is the book. That's number one. Number two, I understand the magnitude of this issue now. And here's what I've come to, and I'd love for you to address it. What I realized is when I started to look at this, and I just want to tell everybody, this is a book where right out of the gate, the authors say to us, these are the typical manuscripts. And let me tell you what a manuscript is, right? When yeah. you go through and you look at this book, right? These are called scripts that men or women will tell the people around them. They'll tell them, they'll tell you, they'll tell other women, they'll tell friends, colleagues, it doesn't matter. But this is their script, right? Right, Jules? Yeah, uh, 100%. Right. Yeah. And I think the script is a better indicator than the telltale signs. Because by the time the light bulb goes on to a telltale sign, it's like the frog story. If you take a frog and you put the frog in boiling water, not that I would ever do that, but if you did it, that frog is out of there in a minute. But if you take the frog and you put the frog in cold water and you slowly turn up the heat, yeah. the frog is pretty much annihilated before it knows it. And that's what struck me about this. This is a book for men or women that have been put in a pot of cold water and slowly these things are happening. Isn't that, you know, part of the dilemma? Wouldn't it be great if our partners just showed up and said, yeah, I'm doing this, not doing this. Let me tell you about this. This is not like all in one hour. Wouldn't that be great if they just laid it on you? But that isn't the way it happened, is it? No, sadly not. No. So when I think about these, tell us where the scripts came from. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> well, again, it, it's listening. It's actually listening, Dr. Pat, to other people's stories and saying this happened. For instance, you know, I would say to, uh, you know, one of my clients in a session, well, what made, you know, what made you think, even start to think that something was going on? And they would say, well, I just noticed a change in his behavior. Or, you know, he just wasn't as close to me as he usually was, or he spends less time at home, or he's spending more time in the front of the mirror, or he's buying new clothes. You know, one of the key things is that actually, well, and this is actually quite a difficult one because sometimes there is less sex going on, but 
But actually, sometimes there's more sex going on. And that almost, I think, yeah. is derived from, you know, that sort of guilt thing or yeah. I, don't, I don't want her to find out, so I must have more sex with her. So, you know, we, we describe those in the book as the telltale signs. But, you know, I go back to saying, you know, your gut feeling as well is, is massive in this. And we always say never ignore that. But, you know, the, the typical male excuse is also when you find out was so common as well. You know, oh, you were not there for me when I needed you to listen to me. Or you spend more time talking to your friends than you do me. Now that we've had children, you know, the attention's not on me anymore. You put everyone else before me. You're obsessed with your job. You spend too much money. You drink too much. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And, of course, all those excuses are very detrimental to your own self-esteem. So whilst you're being told all these things, it's very easy to buy into them and start to really question yourself. Because, you know, whether it be a man or a woman, like, you know, whoever's doing the sort of, you know, the justification script, which is, well, you know, it, I, it, I didn't plan it, it just happened, or, well, actually, it's your fault because I thought you didn't love me. Um, it was just a bit of fantasy, it was a bit of fun. Or the classic one, everybody does it. And that everybody does it phrase makes it minimise the situation, which is just ludicrous. That is, you know, that is typical minimisation of a situation that is anything but trivial. So there you get this justification script. And this is what I was hearing time and time and time again. And also, I had experienced it many years back in my younger years. And each time I was listening to this, I think, Crikey, this is, I've been here. I've been on the receiving end of this. And actually, it made me very ill. And I want to be really honest about that, Dr. Pat. It really yeah. did make me very ill. Yeah. And I don't, think, I don't think the one who's doing the betraying has any idea to what depth a situation like this can take you. And I know that Jackie would say the same because she, you know, she also has experienced it, you know, on multiple occasions. And it absolutely floored her. I mean, it, both of us have, have been on the floor with it. And to get yourself back from a point that that depth is really hard going, which is why we wanted to put the script in that basically said, if you have an opportunity to repair your relationship, and that's a mutual desire, then there are certain things that that man or woman have to do. And the first one is 100%. You get rid of that, that person and you have no contact with them, zero, forevermore. And yet, would you believe, that seems to be one of the hardest things oh, yeah. that these men or women could do. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk about why when we come back. We're going to take okay. a short break. When we come back, okay. Jules, I want to talk about this. But I want to talk about also, um, you know, one of the statements in your book that I have found to be one of the most common might also be called narcissistic. But yeah. one of the more common statements that are made to women and what the impact of that is. When we come back, we'll share that. But more importantly, this is also a book 
about, yeah, maybe you're in it or maybe you've been in it. And if you know anything about my research here, when I've talked about it is I interviewed people that had forms of betrayals 10 years prior to my mm -hmm. interview. And if you read the notes from those interviews and people crying on the phone mm -hmm. with me, we are talking about a level of wounding that both yeah. Jules and Jackie have now put together a way to get out of. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at tracylclark.com. Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we, Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter. For more information about Living Lighter, visit www.livinglighter.org. Calling all moms. It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, and loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power at work, home, and play. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms, helping everyday women create extraordinary lives every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit VibrantPowerfulMoms.com. Your money is your creational energy when you feed your wealth back into what you love. It signals your choices and returns to you. Tune in to Money Momentum with host Karen Baines and learn the truth about the widely misunderstood creative energy that is the cash in your pocket. Realign the things you can't see to get the results you can see. Listen every month for a whole new hour on how to get the money already aligned to who you are. For more information on Karen and Money Momentum, visit soulwhispers.uk. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out 
to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Darcy Pariso is your connection to spirit, energy, and healing. You can meet Darcy in person at upcoming events throughout Seattle. Do you have questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit DarcyPariso.com events. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I'm so thrilled to be talking with Julia Keys, who is one of the authors of the book, The Manscript, empowering you to survive and thrive after infidelity, along with Jackie Coles. Um, not only uh, do you have a fabulous book here, and we're going to talk about the My Freedom uh, Diary and Journal, but before we do that, I, I, I want to. I want you to just share with folks not just about how they can find out more about you, but about the body of work that you're doing. Because I think for me, I, that is so needed now to help people. Mm. Well, we put, we've got a website called JulesAndJackie.com, and that that is a place to share experiences, to share how you feel, to 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 get some help where it's needed and we felt it's so important that because in a situation like this you don't always want to let somebody else know what's going on even if it's a close friend it's a bit like you don't want to let the side down you don't want them to think bad of your partner you don't want them to think that you don't want the humiliation of them feeling so sorry for you you know things like that so it's possible that you might have a tendency to keep things inside. And that's never good for you when it comes to emotional things. You've got to talk it out. Talking it out is good. Sharing it is good, but with the right person, with the right people. You don't need judgment right now when something's going on like this. You need someone just to be by your side, who's going to be there for you with a bit of a helping hand, and that you know that you can, you can do this anonymously on the site. You can say whatever you like, and we will be there for you. And hopefully, we can all share the things and the experiences and help each other through something like this, because this is so needed. It really is. And that's why, as well, and alongside the book, we wanted to set up the website. We wanted to set up the forum. We wanted to put the articles on there that were relevant. 
And it's not just relevant, you know, to being cheated on. It's about all sorts of relationships. It's about you. It's about how you feel about yourself, how you look, where you want to dress, you know, are you dating again? Does that even enter your mind? You know, can you trust again? I mean, that's a massive thing. So all of those things and more, you know, if you've got children, if you happen to be in your 50s, 60s, and you find you've got elderly parents, you've got young children, let's just say this is about life. And that's the most important thing. It's about life. And sometimes there are some very challenging issues in life, and we all need help. And none of us are too big not to ask for it. Yeah. And I want to say this. I did a a couple of shows, I think, last year when we were doing a series on uh, NPD. One of the things that I I did some research on is I looked at the level of divorce rates. And right at the time, there was some statistics that were being brought forward from a study done in 2014. And what this study showed shocked me, but was also my story. And Mm -hmm. I think you're going to relate to this. Some of the numbers in the sh- in the study showed that 75% of couples dealing with chronic disease end in divorce, and especially yeah. when the women the woman is sick. Yes, yeah. 75%, right? Yeah, it's it's massive, and I have to say, I you know sometimes, and I know you will have heard many a story Dr Pat but you know there's Mm -hmm. one that sticks in your mind and this was of a lady who wrote to us and she said I've got young children and I've just been diagnosed with a brain tumour and my husband's decided to leave me for somebody else right there I mean it's so hard to comprehend and you know you just think how could you do that and not only had he left her to look after the children, I have to say, as well as dealing with her brain tumour. He was he was making life so difficult for her financially. He was being really, really cruel. And sometimes you just can't believe people the way they treat others that I know. once upon a time they're supposed to have loved. Yeah. And and I think though what we're talking about though, you know, you see you think it's just you. And the reason we did the whole expose on this is because, first of all, that was exactly my situation. I was at the worst part of my chronic uh, illness. I'm not anymore, but I was at the point where I was looking for a wheelchair. And, you Mm -hmm. know, in the middle of that scenario, you know, you get your partner walking up to you saying, yeah, I'm called to be alone uh, or (laughs) I don't love you anymore or whatever those words Mm -hmm. are for each of you. But the thing I want to point to in your book, uh, there are a lot of things I want to really dig down into, is there is a statement that gets made. It gets made by men. It gets made by women. It get it's gets gets made by uh, heterosexual people. It gets made. It, this is the one though that if I think of every statement you've got in your book, this is the one that if you believe it, you're going to be in trouble. And it's the excuse that says it's all in your head, that Uh, one. Because that's the one that if it's said over and over and over again, and we believe in the power of thought, right? We believe in that power. And if somebody says, ah, you know, it's all in your head, you're hallucinating, and we take that in, then every every other sign we see will not be able to bring to a real sense of what's going on. 
Yes. So true, because it makes you doubt your own self. And if you are not strong in yourself, or you, you know, you think you are, and then somebody keeps telling me it's all in your head. Well, it's all in your head means you are mentally unwell. You know, there's something wrong with you. And if you start to think, gosh, you know, have I got the, am I, you know, is that right, the perception? Am I imagining mm-hmm. things? And everything is a question about you. And that starts to break you down. So, you know, and one of the big things we said about this in the book is, hold on a second. This is why we have written this book with this script, so that you can read it if, this, if, you, if you're sensing something. And when these words are said to you, you will know that this is not you at all. You are not going mad. It is not in your head. But this is part of a script that someone's trying to make you think that you are to put you off the trail. I know. I, I have to tell you, when I first read your book the first time and I, I opened the, the page, started to look at the script, I thought, wow, they're writing a little comedy about this. And what I realized is I w- I, 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 the reality is this is what you found out in your own research. But as I yeah. started to read it, I mean, these are things that you would literally see in a comedy on the big screen, right? Let, let yeah. me just share a few of these with people because Benny will listen to this too. Yeah. And you'll have a chuckle. What I'm reading it, I'm saying, okay, right? Here we go. Here you are, you're yeah. having a confrontation, right? With, with your partner. And you hear this, you know, it was a lack of oxygen to my brain that made me not realize what I was doing. I read yes. that and I thought that cannot be real. And, and but it was. And, it and was. then here and then I go to the next one, right? And I could actually see these little animated characters in some kind of really cool, like short cartoony thing educating women about this. The next one is, oh, I swear to you, since the day we're married, I've never taken off my wedding ring. I just happen not to have it on in that photo. Hello, this is social media. Seriously, if you take <laughs> off your ring, you don't know who's watching you, right? Right? Yeah. Right? I like this one the best. I don't know. This is like, what is that show, Benny? Jerry. Jerry Spr- This is a Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. You yeah. ready? Yeah. I don't know how she got pregnant with my baby. Because I've never had sex with her. Yes. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that one. I just, oh, my God. You yeah. can't believe it. I, I, and some of these are not as funny. But I, here's the next one. This this one I, I got. This Somebody actually said this to me. Ready? Yeah. And it has to be probably because I, 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 I have a degree in psychology. I probably... I probably earned this one, right? Listen to me taking responsibility. Ready? You (laughs) psychologically willed me to have an affair. Yeah. So you could be proved right. I had to read that three times. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, that's almost believable though. You see, I know you and I are laughing about these, right? Yeah. But they're so believable that when you couple these scripts 
with then the excuses you share throughout the book, right? Yeah. Here's here's the one I love. You know what, Pat? You spend more time talking to your friends than you than than me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right? Or mm. wait a minute, I didn't plan it. It just happened. Yeah. I have I have one that's not in your book. Like for real. Right? I actually use yeah. this quote on the show a little bit. You ready for this one? I'm ready. <laughs> okay, this is pretty funny. I've never actually shared this before, but here it is. You ready? Yep, ready. I I don't know what happened. I think I was abducted by aliens. I think I had like an alien experience, and that's what made me do it. Do it. Oh wow. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. And I was in the middle of the night too. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Look, dear. We have to laugh about some of this. But when you're in the middle of it, like you and I have been, it's not a laughing matter. Absolutely but, not, no. But you're talking about scripts, manuscripts, that when you couple them with seduction and and what i mean by that is the seduction of but you know i love you i don't mm -hmm. want to lose you mm -hmm. this person they don't mean anything to me they're just a friend i haven't really done anything physical you know we just like to talk to each other we're just yeah. friends how do we help mm -hmm. people as to what the heck to do with that and i'm not even by the way, folks, for the book, just in case you want your own book, I haven't even gotten past the first 20 pages. Um, uh -huh. But these are things that are said. How do we help women with this? Well, you see, the thing about those uh, quotes that you've just said there is that we want to hear that. That's yeah. part of the point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we want to hear that it didn't matter. We want to hear that we're still loved. We want, we want to hear those things, which is why they become so believable, because that is what we want. But you've got to remember the actions. You know, what? it's true that classic, you know, that saying, words are cheap, and they are. But, you know, you, your partner, whoever's betraying you, is clever. He knows you. She knows you. She knows how you tick. He knows how you tick. So when you hear things, what you've got to actually, and it's very hard to do because to step back from a situation when you are so far into it and so emotionally bruised and torn is really difficult. But if you can't, you know, one of the things, and I know you'll know this, Dr. Pat, because you've got the book there. How many times do we say in that book, You've got to tell yourself that you matter over and over again. I matter. I matter. I matter. And when you say that and you use the I, I matter, so when you're listening to these things, it will remind you about the actions that you've either found out or that you suspect. And that in itself should be enough to, to, to sort of almost like check yourself and go, hey, Hang yeah. on a second here. Hang on a minute. Let me not be so gullible, you know, or so vulnerable. I matter. And if I matter, you can just hang on, you know, because I'm not going to buy into this. Let's just talk about this a bit more. You know, you really, you need to get strength. 
And that isn't easy, but that's, you, you've got to start somewhere. And where you start is actually saying that you do matter. Because if there's one mm-hmm. situation that can make you feel you don't, it's this one. Because, you know, you don't come first or second, you're right down at the bottom of the list. And that can just make you feel totally worthless yeah. if you let it. If you yeah. let it, just like Eleanor Roosevelt said, you know, you can't be made to feel inferior without your consent. Yeah. And it's an important one. I mean, part of this, too, that you lay out in the book, which I felt really striking, is the the idea that now you have the truth or you have sort of the truth or you have hmm. a good suspicion of truth. And if you can get to that point, meaning you've moved away from denial, where you're actually starting to look Mm -hmm. at it, what tends to happen is your own behavior changes and you start to do things that you wouldn't ordinarily do. And if you get caught at doing those things, the whole table gets turned. Let me tell you what I mean, because you help people get to this point where you realize there's a truth. So, for example, all of a sudden the phone rings and it's on the table and you find yourself checking phones, checking text messages, checking emails, checking pot part, you know, checking this, checking that, showing up at the gym. Right. Oh, you know, I just wanted to bring you your drink at the gym. Um, All of that stuff. And that takes its toll on your own self-worth, doesn't it? Oh, uh, so much. So much you feel you become that you know Poirot you become that detective you mean you become really good at it as well Dr. Poirot you know yeah. you actually really do um and and yes it does and, and and I think also and I know we say this in the book but you become a person that you don't even recognize right yeah you you, and after you know maybe a bit of time has passed and you look back and you think who was that I turned into something I didn't even know I could be because your mind is consumed with finding out the truth because you're actually being denied it. And that, you know, that really does mess with your head. It not only messes with your head. I want to get, I know we've only got a few minutes left. The the part that I want people to know about your book and I want them to, again, find out how to get a copy of it, find out about you. The part that I think is really important is you provide people with scenarios and solutions and you do it in a caring and loving way. I mean, Mm. for me, I I know I joked about some of those statements because honestly, when I read them, I thought, yeah, some of them are funny, but they're not really funny because they really are what happens. But then I thought about how absurd it is that I would even believe them. So part of this, too, is making sure folks know that, Jules, both you and Jackie, this is not a one-time book. This is a commitment to a body Mm -hmm. of work to help people. And I want to thank you for that. Would you mind please telling folks again, how do we get a copy of the book? How do they find out about you? Any of your events, all of the above, please. Yes. The book, the manuscript, you can get that on Amazon. Amazon.com. You can also get our other book called the My Freedom Diary and Journal. I know we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but just very yep. quickly, this is about dealing with any emotional fallout of any, any emotional difficulty that you may have. 
and this is the book for you. It helps you to um, release. It helps you to learn how to trust again, how to let go, how to forgive, about your thinking styles, how to accept. You know, all of these things on a day-to-day basis, it's a step-by-step. It's almost as if you had us next to you in the room helping you through. Um, we have our website, jewelsandjackie.com, and in there are articles which I think would be really helpful on all the topics, but there is a forum, and we would really like to encourage people to use that forum to connect with us so that we can all help each other to heal the hurt, yeah. to make us stronger, and to get, you know, to say, come on, we can do this, and never let anybody else do this to us again, because we seriously do matter. And that's the most important thing. I'd just like to say to all your listeners, if you don't think anything else from all of this, please believe that you matter because you so do. Thank you so much. Thank you. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? My personal message is not to feel alone with this situation. And please don't ever feel humiliated. Because the humiliation lies with the betrayer. That's That's what I would like to leave them with. Yeah, absolutely it. Thank you so much. And believe me, uh, we'll make sure you come back so we can talk about the power of the journal. Because there's not anything quite like it. But to do it with you and the people you work with, to take the journey, you know, with others is really what this is about. It's powerful, and so is your work. Thank you so much for today. Thanks so much, Dr. Pat. I really enjoyed it, and I hope we speak again. Thank you so much. Thank you. You should actually do a podcast on this. This is this would be, you know, powerful yeah. and fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd love to come to the States and talk more. And you do better. Some workshops. I'd love you better. to do that. Oh, I'd my gosh. We would have such a blast. I hope you do. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Bye now. Bye, Bye everybody. We're going to take a short break. We're not done yet. We have got maximum medicine. We've got the healing hour coming up. This is to talk about and take your live calls, 1-800-930-2819. We are going to clear some stuff out. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. 